Uh, and the, the others we got was uh, from cold emails, which worked uh, really well, actually works a lot. Uh, we were very surprised with it because you think no one wants a promotion of your app. No one wants to know about your thing. I'm sure the business owner has like uh, 10 other people who want their attentions. But the thing is, when you target them well, and when you, you know, just uh, express exactly why what you're doing is useful, for people this is useful for, you know, like your avatar, they love it. They don't care if it's a cold email, a DM on Twitter, or, you know, some other stuff. You're listening to the 12 Net SaaS Podcast with your host, Upendra Verma. Every week, I interview the world's best B2B SaaS founders to understand how they're growing their company. I ask them real SaaS metrics like ARR, growth rate, churn, and deep dive into their exact processes. Let's listen to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 12 Net SaaS Podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Verma, and today we have Axel with us. Axel here runs a company called AxCommerce. Uh, welcome to the show, Axel. Hello, Pendra. Very, very glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. All right. So let's talk a bit about your product first. So what does your company do and why do customers pay you money? Yes, yes. So uh, we develop apps on uh, Shopify. I can go in more details, you know, in uh, what we do exactly. So we have like a post-purchase app where we uh, allow people to uh, create upsells with full creativity in their store. So they can, you know, like keep their branding, but also keep their creativity and really create exactly what they want. Uh, so we're really focusing on this uh, sort of post-purchase universe in uh, in Shopify. And then we we do a couple of other apps on the side to see if there's needs. You know, sometimes uh, we we catch like problems of stuff that people really, you know, yearn for. And then we just go on and try a couple apps for this and just see how things work. Right now, we're basically focusing on the post-purchased uh, space, you know, in the e-commerce. You look out for uh, current pricing. Got it. So uh, how many paying customers do you have as of today? So right now we have about a, uh, like a dozen customers that uh, pay like every month and they're like uh, daily active. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we, we actually have a couple more paying customers, but I don't count them because they're not daily active users. Like they're not like uh, actively uh, just getting value from the app. Um, we have like a core of 12 people who are actual like, uh, like users in the real sense of the term. Makes sense. And how much approximate revenue did you do last month from this subscription? Uh, users? So this last month we made around, uh, 170 MRR. So it depends on the month because it depends on the income of the, of the shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, 170. Got it. All right, so uh, let, let's let's understand where you where you got these first you know twelve customers, right? Because that zero to one journey is often the toughest, right? So yeah. so explain to me how you got these twelve customers, since this number is very few. I think you have real personal stories with all of these, right? So give us a yes. sense of what worked for you to grow from this zero right. to twelve. So what what we did is uh, so for for some context, right? We had an app before which uh, we decided, uh, we, we did like all the mistakes you could do, you know, like we didn't have an avatar, we didn't know who we wanted to sell to, we didn't even know if there was a need for the thing or not, like we just, you know, went for it, uh, released it on the App Store. So like, you know, Shopify has this uh, uh, App Store where you have like a bunch of uh, apps like ours, merchants go on it, they see what they like, they just install real quick. Um, you can have it on the app or you can have it like a hidden. So only people with a link, they, they can install. So our first app, uh, was on the App Store, it was public, didn't know if anyone needed it. So uh, people would come, you know, every once in a while, come install and then uninstall like 
super fast, like minutes after, like the same day, you know, yeah. like 90% of them would on the same day, install the thing, uninstalled. We were super confused. They didn't get what was happening, like why and stuff. So we decided to take a different approach with my partner for the newest app, you know, the post-purchase thing. Mm -hmm. So instead of going and just trying to reach everyone, we focused, like niched down and just went after each one of those clients one by one when we we're sure it was actually like useful for them. And we knew there would be actual users and would actually have like a, like an impact on their shop, on their lives. So uh, before doing those apps, we were uh, in the e-commerce space. I had a shop, I sold stuff. So from our network, we knew some people who had a need for this. So we just contacted them. So it was mostly like, you know, networking, uh, like people we know in the, in the space. Um, and then uh, something that worked really well recently. So we had like six users, right? Like uh, approximately six. Uh, and the, the others we got was uh, from cold emails, which worked uh, really well, actually works a lot. Uh, we were very surprised with it because you think no one wants a promotion of your app. No one wants to know about your thing. I'm sure the business owner has like uh, 10 other people who want their attention. But the thing is, when you target them well, and when you, you know, just uh, express exactly why what you're doing is useful for people, this is useful for, you know, like your avatar, they love it. They don't care if it's a cold email, a DM on Twitter, or, you know, some other stuff. If it has value for them and they know it does, then they come. So our two main avenues are basically uh, networking and uh, cold emails. And uh, so is it like 50-50, like six came from here and six came from there? Uh, so I don't remember the exact numbers cause there's a bit of churn, you know, so, uh, like maybe the 10 first, uh, users were, uh, from, uh, networking, mm -hmm. uh, then there was a bit less, then there was some uh, cold email that came in. So I'm, uh, I don't even know so the exact proportion so, anymore. You yeah, know, kind I, of yeah, I get it. Right. So let's, let's, let's assume that you have those churn customers, right? So you might have yeah. a big number, right? So how many of, how, how, how much percentage of this actually came from cold email so that we could deep dive into it. Yes, yes. So I would say uh, like uh, eight people are from yeah. uh, cold email. So the, the majority, to be fair, come from this because mm -hmm. uh, it, it's very, very effective when you do it well. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, we, we followed uh, some uh, some courses to know how to do this like, All right, let's, the best let's, way possible. Let's deep dive into this, right? So yeah, it looks yeah. like you really understand your ideal customer profile or avatar that you call, right? So first of all, walk me through where are you getting these emails from? How are you creating this lead list? Yes, so we uh, uh, we use uh, Apollo, if, mm -hmm. uh, if that's uh, familiar. Yeah. So we use Apollo to kind of uh, segment uh, who we are looking for. So, you know, we look for Shopify owners that have a certain size uh, that, that are in France. So, you know, we target people in France first because it's easier like uh, in the same uh, market as you are. Uh, we found it much easier to convert French users than international ones. So uh, they're French, Shopify, we go on this uh, Apollo tool, others tool that generate leads. Honestly, it's a, uh, there's a lot of equivalents. And then from this list, we uh, use uh, something called a break code. Actually, he's also on Twitter, uh, Arno Bellinga, uh, builds in public, super, super good guy. Um, we use this tool to uh, create our, uh, our emails. And basically every week, you know, every Sunday, we write uh, all our uh, personalized uh, emails or mm -hmm. all our lines and stuff. Uh, then we send them over the week. And then uh, we uh, uh, collect them over the weekend and then start again. And that's basically how we do the, uh, how we do the outreach. Got it. So can you remember your best performing campaign? 
Yeah. So um, and or so, uh, talk, so try to explain me how that funnel worked, right? How how much reply rate did you get? Oh yes, But, yes, yes. The, those those details in numbers. So um, uh, well, actually, let me let me check it out real quick right now because uh, uh, well, the latest campaign we've had was the best one. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, the the first campaign we've had, we maybe had like a two percent reply rate. Like it was really low because uh, we. We were kind of uh, like uh, you know confused as to how to do things and how it worked, uh, but now that we got into the flow, uh, our latest uh, um, latest percentage of uh, like a reply rate was seven eight percent. Seven eight percent. And what was the open rate? And the open rate was uh, wait. Let me find it uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, the open rate. Yeah, it was a sixty percent. Sixty percent, got it. And all right, seven to eight percent replied. And how many of them were like you know qualified leads, or how would you sort of say that so, valid lead? Yeah, so basically, we uh, uh, when we go on Apollo and we uh, filter these huge lists of uh, of users, so we have like a. 50 emails a week, approximately, right? Just to situate the context. Um, we know they're all qualified because we look at each one of them uh, to see if they actually need the app or not. Uh, and usually- right, right. So, uh, uh, so I meant something else. So basically you, you had seven to eight percent reply rates, right? So mm -hmm. I think often it, a reply doesn't really mean that he's going to be a converted customer, right? You have to do much more yeah, post that, yeah. right? So what's the funnel exactly. post that? Did you really convert any of them from your recent campaign? Do you have any numbers there? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. So the latest uh, campaign we did, uh, so like the, this week that has passed, uh, we've had uh, one uh, new user and uh, one potential we're still talking to right now. Uh, mm -hmm. So potentially two. So, two, you know, right? That's uh, that's like three to four percent, right? Because you sent around 50 mails or something the past week. Yes, 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 right. yes. That that's pretty that's pretty great. All right. So let's talk a bit about this campaign, right? So it looks like you have some pretty good numbers, right? So. Talk to me about you've mentioned how you got your lead list, right? So, what was unique about this campaign? Why are you getting such high reply rates? So, what? How are you? What are you actually selling? So, talk to me about that sequence. Yes, yes. So, in in our sequence, uh, so I, I would show it, you know, like screen share and stuff, but there's some confidential stuff which I cannot share. It's uh, an audio podcast, essence, so my my audience can't really see that. So, try to explain oh, okay, as much okay. as possible. Oh, that, that's really cool. Okay, okay. Uh, that's fine. Maybe, maybe I'll share some stuff at the end. But uh, in in essence, um, the way we structure things, the first email, okay, uh, on our uh, subject line, what we want to do is just get replies, right? We don't really care about the detail of that. We just get replies. The email is very small. It has uh, four parts. You know, like uh, you just have the first line, which is personalized. It's always like a either a compliment or a thing that shows that you know who you're talking to, and it's not like fully automated. So we actually go on the website. Always just check for unique stuff, things that interest us, and you know, just everyone has so much. Like I didn't realize how much uh, a variety of e-commerce shops there were until I actually started doing this stuff. Uh, people do so many different interesting things. So you use this in the first line to really show that you know there's a connection here. You went and looked for it, and you're not like some sort of uh, mindless robot. Okay, and it works really, really well. Uh, like the first line is. The line we work the most on, like uh, if you if you're doing uh, cold emails, you want to focus the most on the beginning. You know, like the subject, the first line, subject line uh, uh, doesn't matter as much. But anyway, uh, after this, we present our app with like a case study. So we go really quick. We say, hey, this shop, 
that we've onboarded a couple of weeks ago uh, has made a three, uh, 4K additional revenue with the app in a couple of weeks. We can do the same for you because you know, you're in the same sector. Do you want to get on a call? That's it, you know, super, super quick. And, and uh, that's, many, that's the first email. How many follow-ups if you, how many follow-ups do you have, if you have any? Yeah. So when this email, uh, after a day, um, we send the first follow-up. So the first one is another case study. So it's uh, basically uh, here, take a look at this other shop. And they this made is, this, this is much revenue case in this study, much right? time. This yes, is a it's a different case. one. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's mostly just you give them some variety, you know, to make them understand that, hey, this shop that does uh, perfumes, you know, sells well, but you know, you could have the same results in, in another thing with some other strategies. Point is to show them that it would work for them too. Um, and that it works for other people. Uh, and if that one has uh, no reply, uh, we just send a ping. So the first, uh, I mean, the third uh, follow-up, I mean, sorry, third email, second follow-up is very simple. It's just a, hey, you know, have you seen this? Just bumping this up. Very, very simple, very quick. Uh, the the follow-up after this is very simple also. And the last follow-up is a case study with a bit of urgency added to it. So, um, you know, we, we give another case study uh, or the same, just, you know, remind them that there's, there's this money, free money that you can make. Uh, you don't have to pay any additional stuff because it's all, you know, purse purchase. Um, we address some objections. So, uh, you know, um, like, like I said, this uh, post-purchase money thing, uh, we... Uh, you know, just give them a thing to, to uh, get on a meeting with us. And then we tell them about the fact that uh, we have a lot of shops in the pipeline that we can talk to. Uh, so let's go, you know, yeah, maybe don't have as much time as we think. Uh, so we kind of play with the urgency a bit and, uh, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting, actually. So what you're essentially trying to sort of sell is basically that social proof right and have you experimented yes, yes. with anything else like for example i've seen people oh yeah try uh, to sort of <laughs> maybe add some value somehow i'm not sure how they do that in those emails right but it looks like you're really trying to sort of sell something straightforward with some real social proof using your case studies so exactly that's why well is said. this working and why why isn't something else uh, like have you tried with some anything else apart from this Yes, so we, we tried, um, uh, so as, as I said, there's this uh, case study thing with uh, some social proof added to it to see that, hey, works for them, can work for you, uh, for you too. Uh, we've also tried something more simple where you just describe, uh, you know, what the app does, you know, just mechanisms like, hey, you know, we do this and this and this. Uh, these are the worst emails, like I would never do this again. Uh, you just say what it does. It's fucking useless like no no one cares you know no one cares what your app does they only care what they can benefit from you know like even in the case study the way we phrase things is this shop made this much additional revenue they don't care how they just see that you make additional revenue have a higher uh, average order value etc like that's what they care about the impact you know so uh, we tried the phrasing with just uh, you know, saying what the app does doesn't work uh, we tried uh, just saying that it could make your revenue higher, you know, like a sentence like, hey, you know, this app uh, usually uh, uh, makes a uh, 20% uh, more uh, revenue on your uh, on your orders doesn't work. Um, but the thing that works the most is to give them the benefit, like, hey, you can make this much money. Look at someone else who did the same, you know, like uh, and this social proof, I, I feel like just grounds it into like a sense of truth, you know, yeah. makes yeah. it much more, uh, much more concrete. I think uh, it's why it works so well compared to the other stuff. Got it. So, but, so you mentioned a lot about personalization, right? That you typically go there, 
research about them maybe your first line is all about something that's very relevant to them right so exactly. how much time do you typically spend per contact to get this first whatever that line that you call yes so on average, today, how much time does uh, it take Uh, today, now that I know how to do it, I'm in the flow and like I, I understand yeah. the sentences, the things, you know, <laughs> uh, it takes uh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, but it yeah. used to take me uh, 40 minutes, you know, like the first, uh, first time I did per this. contact. Yes, because I had no clue as to how to approach the thing. I didn't know what to look for. So actually I have some tips for this, you know, usually uh, uh, there, there's like a trend again, you know, you ask me how qualified those shops are, mm -hmm. some shops. Turns out that we got from the leads are just like dropshipping stores, you know, like uh, they buy stuff from AliExpress and just resell it with nothing special, no branding, no, no anything. Those shops, I could not even do uh, lines for them. It's so hard because they have nothing special. And so uh, it, it makes the process much easier. You know, shops that don't have any unique feature, uh, they're probably not those that uh, inside our avatar, you know, they're not our customer avatar they won't need our app uh, probably so I, i just i just ignore those shops um yeah a follow-up question uh, on that so like as of today you spent 10 minutes for contact right so how many yeah, yeah, yeah. you need how many lines do you generate out of this 10 minutes is it a big um, paragraph or is it just one or two personalized lines oh it's it's like a it's a two or three lines so basically i, I separate my process in two parts Uh, when you write, you know, there's a, there's a process of writing and then there's a process of editing what you wrote. Uh, I found out that writing and editing at the same time is almost impossible because it requires two different mindsets, you know, uh, two different ways of uh, working your brain. So what I do is uh, in 10 minutes, I write one, two, three lines. Really depends on how much inspiration there is, but just a couple lines. And when I say line, I mean line, you know, it's like a, a couple sentences. It's like not paragraphs or anything. Uh, I just go through the whole list. I make a couple lines for each. And then when, you know, the day after or like uh, some, some, a couple hours later, I come back, I look at the thing and then I choose the best lines for each, uh, for each one of my contacts. And then I edit them, uh, just fix some phrasing mistakes, whatever. But the point is at the beginning, just to churn out as many lines as you can, as much, uh, as much stuff as you can, and then cut it down later, which I found works uh, really, really well. Got it. Uh, so one question, one follow-up question on this, right? So, so like, let you mentioned that your recent campaign had around eight percent reply rate, and we've calculated you had around three to four percent of conversion rate, right? So, yeah. what's really stopping you from scaling this, right? So, why why don't you just send like ten thousand emails and just get those forty customers right away? So, what's the bottleneck here? Yeah. Is it your personalization uh, or is it something else? Yes, it's the uh, it's very well uh, very well said. It is the personalization. Is the fact that we we could just take those leads from Apollo, have a list of like 10,000 shops, and just send the same email to all of them. You know, like super easy. Doesn't cost us anything. Uh, we could do it today. You know, but um, you know we we don't want to do things in a spammy way because we we've seen that it just doesn't generate any results. Just creates friction and uh, just burns your contacts for nothing. Um, like it, it just doesn't have any results, right? So we, we spend that time on the personalization. Um, at the beginning, we do like, you know, we do the things that don't scale because we can afford to do those at the beginning. Then later, maybe we'll do things in a more automated, scalable way. But right now, we, we have like this reliable way of getting customers. We know it works. We know that, you know, that there's a result behind it. 
And um, so that's what we're doing for now, you know. So you you, you uh, mentioned something. Yes, you mentioned something very interesting, right? Burning through these leads. So, is it really that that smaller market? I mean, can can't you afford to burn through those leads during your initial? Oh days? yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely see what you what you're saying. Um, so when I meant uh, burn through the leads, uh, I meant more like um, uh, you know, there's like a, there's like let's say you you send an email to a thousand ten thousand people uh that's ten thousand shops uh for which you would create like an experience that's very uh, frictional like it's very very spammy it's very bad like the worst thing you could do is to send a uh, cold email that is very obviously automated sent by a robot not personalized where you don't show any care you don't show any effort you don't show any uh, you don't show any uh, passion you know um that that's something we're careful about because even though we're small even though there's tens hundreds of thousands of shops we could go through leads every day and not find the same one twice again you know like there's just so much space in the e-commerce uh, system that sure we, we could just go through that and you know burn those leads and and forget about them but um yeah i don't know i, I guess it's just not how we how You're we just think being about too it nice. like i didn't yeah yeah maybe that's uh, that's yeah maybe that's it <laughs> you know it's yeah. obviously you're thinking it from you know your customer's perspective as well which which obviously is pretty pretty nice right yeah uh, so all right so what what's what's going to happen going forward what are you going to, what are you investing what what are your future plans in terms of growth so you have you yeah. have a shopify app right what about shopify app listing mm-hmm. are you optimizing doing something well, there yeah so that that's the thing you know you asked uh, something earlier you said you know how we would um uh, you know, do things in the future, maybe to scale more, you know, to get just get more customers. So right now, up until this point, we had a private beta, you know, so like uh, we had our app was not on the app store. It was unlisted. You just, you know, we sent the link for people to uh, to install uh, directly. Uh, and the reason why is because we only wanted to get data from uh, actual useful merchants, you know, like merchants that would be in our avatar. Um, and so we just went along for a couple of weeks months uh, like this but now our app is, is in a state where it's actually useful for those people it's actual like it's got value like it gives them money it makes their lives easier it's uh, much nicer to the alternatives that they were used to before so you know it's all good and now that it's all uh, like uh, it's good yeah. for the avatar we've just released it actually today on the app store uh, okay. made it uh, public um and so yeah, uh, from now on, going now on, we're gonna optimize our landing page because right now it's just like a POC just to see if things work. But we wanna kind of like have something better where we can go in more details. You know, have testimonials, use cases, examples, uh, things that give the prospective merchant as much information as possible to see if this is something that matches them. Uh, and so going forward, we have much more like a, uh, of this sort of presence. You know, we'll have our listing, optimize it, and this sort of stuff this is yeah. the coming uh, couple of weeks actually so makes sense, makes sense. that's, yeah, that's love, what we're working love on. to talk to you once you know execute all of these plans and you know go to a much higher number right so oh, all right so let's super cool yeah let's get a bit of backstory about this right when did you start the company uh so the company we we started uh, developing apps like a, a year a year and a half ago uh it was in parallel with our uh, shop activities so you know i told you we used to be uh, e-commerce uh, yeah. uh, merchants ourselves like so we would like uh, have shops and stuff and that's when i noticed that there was a big lack in some of the apps and some of the features uh there's a just just a big lack like there's so many merchants so uh, so such little number of uh, uh apps 
So there's like a huge gap in, uh, you know, like in, in their in their needs. So uh, I thought there was something to do in there, you know, like uh, something somewhere to go in this. Uh, so we started a year and a half ago. We did our first app. We did all the all the bad mistakes you could do. You know, we focused on building the thing first, uh, building something that was technically like beautiful. You know, the code was uh, wow. You look at it and wow. Amazing, but useless because no one wanted it. So we spent like three months for nothing, you know, like uh, uh, stuff like this. And then we uh, continued, uh, developed some other stuff. And now uh, post-purchase, we started, uh, but this time from the fundamentals, the good basics, we went, we had interviews. We saw if there was actually a need, if people really wanted this stuff. And once we validated, the, validated this, we actually started uh, uh, building stuff. And how many folks do you have in your team as of today? Oh, it's just the two of us, two. me and my uh, co-founder. All right, Axel. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice talking to you. I uh, hope you scale X Commerce to much greater heights. Thanks for uh, taking thank time. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.